Welcome back to the Suru's podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind was spending some of their time in Amritsar, how Jahangir visited the Akal Takat and Harmandar Sahib, how the wives of Jahangir met with Mata Dumodri, Guru Hargobind's first wife. So the last chapter ended describing how Jahangir was now headed towards Lahore and how he was going to ask Guru Hargobind to come to Lahore after spending some more time in Amritsar, getting reacquainted with everybody there. So chapter 10 now begins describing how Guru Hargobind was sitting amongst his congregation in the Divan session. There was also the entire army of Guru Hargobind there, all strapped with very large weapons. Other Sikh congregation was there as well in great numbers, and the Masans, the community leaders were there. From the very important Sikhs to just the congregation that would come randomly, everyone was there receiving the darshan of divine side of Guru Hargobind experiencing great peace and having all their desires fulfilled. At that point, Vizir Khan and Kinchbeg, the senior ministers from Jahangir's court, they came to the divan session with great love and faith for the Guru. They bowed down respectfully entering the court and Guru Hargobind then sat them close uh, with respect. They then told Guru Hargobind what the emperor had told them about requesting the Guru to come to Lahore in the near future. Guru Hargobind comforted them saying, we'll set off to Lahore in no time, don't worry. Vizir Khan, Ginchbeg were extremely pleased at this response. And then the conversation went into all uh, sorts of other matters. Guru Hargobind also stayed in the Van session for a great length of time, pleasing and making all the Sikhs there feel in bliss. After which, he then went to his residence. All the Sikhs at that time went back to their homes. Meanwhile, Bidichand and Jetha were just in bliss, seeing how Chandu had a chain around his neck, how he was being dragged around the markets in the city, getting punished by the Sikhs there. Chandu was just a mess. He was quite old. He didn't have much strength. His beard and hair were all white, but now they were just drenched in piss. They were taking him shop to shop in the marketplace where he would receive five slaps from the shoe from all those within. All the kids in the city got together. They were excited hearing about this. They came running. Chandu at that moment looked like a very respected person at this moment. <laughs> the, the wounds of his beatings were on his forehead looking like a very fine tilak. All the shoes around his neck looked like a beautiful garland. The dirt broom swinging around his head looked like a whisk being waved over him for respect <laughs> all the kids that were there were around him crowded around they looked like his devotees all the dirt that they were throwing at him looked like they were playing holy with him throwing the colored powder those beating him with shoes looked like they were giving him an offering which was making their life fulfilled all the swears that everybody was yelling at him, around him. It was as if they were all singing his praises. And they were dragging him around all the city. It was as if, it was as if Chandu was an idol being taken around for worship. Looking at all this, the senior six then said, This is the great enemy of the Guru's house. The great idiot. Guru Hargobind in great anger 
vowed he would capture him. He vowed that if he was not able to do this, he would be considered the greatest sinner. Many people didn't believe that when they heard that. That it was impossible, saying that, well, Guru Hargobind is too young. Everyone said, how would this be possible to get the emperor's divan, the emperor's senior minister? The emperor of the entire world, Jahangir, his minister, Chandu, was in charge of taxes and revenue. He was super deceptive, deceitful, malicious and vile, whom nobody could disobey. To capture him would be so difficult. That's why he was called the great enemy of the Guru. But now this idiot won't find peace. He's going to get what he deserves for committing such a vile sin against Guru Arjan Devji. That person who no one had hoped to capture has now been tied up by the long and strong arms of Guru Hargobind, the great warrior. Blessed, blessed is Guru Hargobind who fulfilled his vow and who was captured and will kill this intoxicated elephant of destruction, Chandu. So this is how many people in the city were chatting about Guru Hargobind and singing his praise. In the city as well, the women were standing on the rooftops or looking through their open doors seeing Chandu getting dragged around the streets they started to yell out and curse at him saying the great enemy of the Guru deserves this he should be killed now and thrown into the depths of hell so he was just getting beaten down greatly now he was thrown over to the outcast the Jandals he stayed with them the lower caste this was likely the case as Chandu thought of himself as a super high caste person from a Khatri family whose arrogance was the reason why Guru Arjan rejected the wedding proposal. So here it's mentioning that he has basically to endure through what he would consider to be breaking his tharam by eating with the lower caste. So that's why the Jandals are holding him. So it's saying these lower castes were feeding him, the Chandals were feeding him his food. He looked all swelled up from all the beatings on his head. So Guru Hargobind would, was staying around Amritsar for the next few days and Wazir Khan then again requested to, to the Guru that they would head to Lahore. So they all got ready to go to Lahore but before leaving Guru Hargobind went again to all the Gurdwaras in Amritsar. He went there and bowed down. He went there respectfully and then he went to his mother's residence Mata Ganga when he met Mata Ganga he bowed down to her Mata Ganga respectfully lifted her son up and hugged him Mata Ganga just couldn't speak at this moment her th throat choked up she was in such love looking at her son but was experiencing such pain from separation that was going to happen Guru Hargobind comforted his mother saying don't worry Lahore is not very far and every day I'll get word from you about your health, how you are doing. So just consider me to be close near you. So Guru Hargobind bowed down to his mother before heading out and all the men that were there were going to travel along. Guru Hargobind, they also mounted up on their horses. Guru Hargobind though stationed some men back in Amritsar as well and took the rest with him to Lahore. He called over the community leaders and handed over respective responsibilities to each of them before mounting on his very fine and agile horse while the battle drums were sounding off. And everyone had great enthusiasm arise in their hearts for the journey. Along with Guru Hargobind was Vizir Khan, 
They started off towards Lahore. Jetha had a firm watch over Chandu and took all the warriors with him while making sure Chandu was handled by the Chindals of the camp, the outcasts, lower castes. He was burning up inside about this, Chandu was, because of this arrangement. He was thinking, you know, how did this all happen? What has happened to me now? How and why did the emperor command so quickly to have me put into this state? So when the sun started to set, Guru Hargobind's group dismounted and they set up camp for the night. They ate there and then slept. The next morning they set off again in the early morning. And soon after they saw the city of Lahore in sight, seeing very tall buildings. Guru Hargobind thought when approaching that they would dismount at Mujangi, also pronounced Mozang. When the entire force got there, they dismounted and viewed the area and the different missiles, the different battalions of the army of Guru Hargobin set up their own little encampments. They all lined up their horses and then the warriors took to some rest. Vizir Khan immediately, when they got there, he went to go tell the Emperor Jahangir that Guru Hargobin has arrived in Lahore. When Vizir Khan got to the Emperor, he said, Guru Hargobin has dismounted and set up camp at Mozang, but he is able to meet whenever you desire. The Emperor Jahangir heard this and then told Vizir Khan, you should go keep close tabs on Guru Hargobin. Whatever he needs, you should provide it. Go there often and ask them about their supplies and anything else they might require. So Vizir Khan heard this. He was really happy seeing how the Emperor was so giving towards Guru Hargobin. And he would do this going forward, asking the Guru and his camp if they ever required anything in terms of supplies. So Guru Hargobin spent the night there. They woke up early. And then of the next day, they had sent some Sikhs to make some great amounts of prashad for this day, on which Guru Hargobin really desired to see the places associated with the elder Gurus. So that day, Guru Hargobin went with Jetha and the other Sikhs into the heart of the city. They showed Guru Hargobin the birthplace of his grandfather, Guru Ramdas, and then they went there with great love and faith for the Guru. They received the darshan, the divine sight of that place, before bowing down their head. And then at that point, Prashad was distributed to the entire congregation there. Guru Hargobind and his Sikhs stayed there for some time. After that, they went to a very important Taramsala Gurdwara made by Guru Ramdas. So they went there to bow down and receive its darshan. And seeing the spots of his elders, Guru Hargobind was extremely happy. They then went to where the Guru made a Bauli Sahib in Lahore, and the Guru and his Sikhs bathed there, and again distributed Prashad to the Sikh congregation there. And it was at that time Guru Hargobind said to the Sikhs around him, that place where my father left his body and went to the afterlife, please take me there so I can see that place. Jetha, Langaha and them took Guru Hargobind. There were a lot of other Sikhs there as well with them walking and they went to that spot along the Ravi River where Guru Arjun Dev Ji left his body and told the entire story to Guru Hargobind. They said, we came from Chandu's house to this bank along the river to bathe with a one-point focused mind. Japji Sahib was recited. And then Guru Arjun left his body. All the Lahore congregation heard this and came running and in great spirits they sang Kirtan and threw flowers the funeral rites were performed in all the proper manner. Guru Hargobind heard this. He immediately clasped his hands together and bowed down to that river. 
He did parkarma of the spot where they said Guru Arjan was laying down and then placed flowers on that spot as well as an offering before prasad was distributed to the entire congregation. Guru Hargobind bent down. With his own hands, he started to wipe and clean that spot that they said Guru Arjan Dev Ji laid down. And then he said to Langaha, Langaha, you are a great beloved Sikh of Guru Arjan. Please remain here at this spot so that you may perform seva, selfless service, the duty of lighting a jyot, a lamp here, and other seva as well, every day. In the month of Jeet, this is around mid-May to mid-June, those who come here on the fourth day of the waxing moon phase will receive all that they desire. There will come a time where this spot will be made into a beautiful Gurdwara, where when receiving a darshan, it'll destroy countless sins. Langaha heard this command and was ecstatic. He was really enjoying. He became the Pujari, the main lead devotee at that spot associated with Guru Arjan Dev Ji Shihidi. He spent his whole life doing that seva there. And at the end of his life, he traveled to the afterlife to be close to the true Guru. So in this manner, Guru Hargobin traveled across Lahore to see and receive the darshan of all the famed sites associated with the previous Gurus. And a lot of Sikhs were traveling alongside Guru Hargobin to see them as well. After which they went back to their camp and set up a Divan session there. And that's how chapter 10 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about the closing chapter uh, of Chandu's life. It's pretty much a wrap for him. And that's what we'll be covering. So we'll pick that up there next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Hey,